Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Donovan works in the lane, stops at the free throw line, pulls up on the jumper, swish. Working the left side with a six-point lead to Clarkson, driving on Williams, bouncing to Rudy. Rudy dunking on Tice, and the foul. Hoya! Wee wee! Donovan crosses over, comes off Gobert, rises and fires, hits the three! Oh, Donovan! Wow! Probably the biggest bucket of the night there for Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, a couple of big three-pointers. He had a poor shooting night going, but in the clutch, came up with two huge threes, plus an assist to Conley for another three that was really important late. And the Jazz beat the Celtics, 117-109. We can talk about everything that went wrong because it wasn't perfect, but keep PK. What went right? They won. They looked good down the stretch. Well, of course they did. Yeah, that Donovan Mitchell shot that Ron Boone said was the biggest shot of the night. Absolutely, man. Who cares what the efficiency stats say? Get, bore me to death some more, why don't you, with numbers. How about big shots? Big shots! That's what Mitchell did. That's why the man's a winner and you're not. <laughs> not speaking to you personally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all the listeners aren't? It sounded like it for who's, a second. Who's, <laughs> no, those who criticize him on the efficiency mm. crap. Oh, okay. I don't know who those people are. I ball. have completely eliminated them from my life. That's the point. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I don't want to know who you are. I want to know about the guy who hits big shots in the clutch. I don't care what the stats say. I see these eyeballs. God blessed me with vision, and I use it, and I've seen it, and that was a huge shot. Come on, everybody knows that. So that takes you know what to make those types of plays. It really, it really does. To be four for fourteen and rise up, and in a moment when you really need it, there it is. Yeah, exactly. And the SS Kinahan, you're referring to the losers you left in your wake, and they're disappearing over the horizon, and who knows who they really are? The SS Kinahan. It's got a good name. I hate them, and I don't want to be associated with them. I don't want to be associated with negative you-know-what bags who just bring me down. That's not the kind of guy I am. Wouldn't it be the SS Irregardless? That would be its sister ship. Ah, okay. You always make two. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Good point, though, Yach. Well done. The turnovers that had haunted them in the couple previous games were uh, were a big problem in the first half, and then the second half, they just knocked that off. Only four turnovers in the second half, and they shoot the ball well as a team. So if you don't have, you know, the turnover is always going to get you zero points per possession. Holding on the ball and getting shots up made all the difference. They shot it really well from three, 19 of 43 as a team, 44%. And those were some awfully important threes down the stretch to get them the win. They get a day off. They play the Wizards tomorrow. The Wizards are 10 games under 500. You never know with COVID, you know, in any game, a team could be shorthanded and that could be the worst team you play on a trip. But by record, the Wizards will be the worst team they play on this trip. That game is tomorrow night. Co, co, COVID. I hope it doesn't get in the way. Ow! <laughs> Somebody had his energy drink this morning. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Let's see if Zach goes for a heat check. Topside Levine. I'm going home. He's four 
of four from three-point range in the first quarter. Reggie Bullock on Tobias. Harris on the back down to the right of the lane. Left-hand dribble. Hangs in the paint. It's good. Tobias Harris back-to-back field goals. Timeout New York. 96-92. LeBron fires it up and hits a three. Yes, sir. Mello holds the ball above his head, gets it to Dame on the wing, seven to shoot. In front of Nikhil Alexander-Walker, takes a deep three, buries it! Logo Lillard for three! Dame straight away with a deep three, buries it! Dame time in the fourth quarter! It was Dame time in the fourth quarter. He has 50 points. Portland down by 17 with about 5.45 to go, and they go on a 25-7 run. And Lillard had 15 of them. And speaking of you know what, in the clutch, PK. He had all seven points in the final minute, and the Blazers rallied to get the win with an assist from the Pelicans, who just completely messed it up down the stretch. When they were fouling and turning, going back and forth, the, the Pelicans missed two free throws and then turned the ball over on an inbounds play. So some gifts there, and Lillard made sure the Blazers cashed in every single gift card. Yeah, I don't know that the Pelicans know how to win. And the Blazers, I've always said this, anytime McCollum and Lillard combine for 60, they're going to win. Yes, McCollum's back, but uh, in limited minutes, 3 of 10 shooting, uh, 10 points, but they did combine for 60. (laughs) Uh, The other uh, big teams in the West, the Lakers playing, they uh, beat the Timberwolves 137-121. Larry the Laker is an excellent follow on Twitter during a Laker game. He's all over the map. He's such a fan. It's very entertaining. The uh, Lakers pick up the win, so the Blazers pick up the win, and the Jazz pick up the win. So three of the top six in the West playing, and all of them victorious. A lot of of wins picked up, I guess. Yeah, over the last couple of days, uh, nobody giving anything away here at the top of the West. Nothing. Uh, The Sixers won. Tobias Harris paced Philly with 30 points in the victory. And LeBron James, when he's not helping beat the Timberwolves, is joining Fenway Sports Group as a partner, giving him an ownership stake in its subsidiaries. The Fenway Sports Group owns a big chunk of the Boston Red Sox, the Liverpool Football Club, Roush Fenway Racing, and regional sports network NESN. He already owned 2% of Liverpool, so there you go. LeBron piling up ownership stakes. DJ well, and PK. A lot of money. Yeah, he does have a lot of money. Got to put it somewhere, and it seems like franchise values are only Good going for him. Up, That's so. what he wants to do. Yeah. Sure. No wonder he got in there, right? DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. I'm not a candidate for Indiana or any job, and you could come to me with the greatest job on earth, and I would not consider it. I came home to coach and end my career at a small Catholic school. I'm not going anywhere. If I go anywhere, it's going to be retirement, and uh, I'm not looking forward to retiring anytime soon. But I'm looking forward to building a special program at Iona. We're in the infancy stages of recruiting there. We've got to get players that you see on the floor at Alabama, although I'm very fond of the players I have. We've got to get that type of length and that type of uh, talent. Rick Pitino, not up for any of the jobs that are coming open here as the coaching carousel picks up speed. Indiana has already been at Louisville and Kentucky. Indiana's not that far away, so of course somebody would throw out his name for that. 
The Utah job came open. Mark Harlan announced Larry Kristoviak is out after a decade-long tenure. His statement, the decision comes after a thorough evaluation of the program, both on and off the court, as they do with every head coach at the conclusion of their seasons. Ultimately, our program needs a new voice, a new vision, and a new leader who can build upon Larry's foundation and lead us to greater heights in the years ahead. It's also a bit at the NPK about the, the money, the buyout. Uh, that it's going to be covered with athletic department money. Don't worry about that. And now the search. For a couple begin- of donors. Yeah. Now the search co- starts with uh, Mark Harlan. This will be his first major hire at the University of Utah, sure. putting his fingerprints on the program. Kyle obviously has things rolling, and the football expansion was in the pipeline. Although he's had to help finish it off, but this is uh, this one's going to be all him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and this is what he's paid for. I mean, Chris Hill so- talked about many times over in just casual and then on the record conversations, you know, fundraising and hiring the right coaches. I mean, that's the large portion of the job. That's how you're judged. That's what your legacy is about. And so this is Mark Harlan's first opportunity. Uh, You know, I don't, I haven't had a lot of interaction with Mark, but I've had some, I've enjoyed it. Others, uh, somewhat controversial behind the scenes people. There's people who've left the department don't have a lot of good things to say about him, but that's not my uh, interaction with him. Not that my interaction matters anyway, but uh, we'll, I'm excited to see what he can do. This is a man who has been around the block, uh, knows a lot of people, and so now is his opportunity. I don't think anybody argues with the decision to make a change in the basketball program, right? Uh, it was program has been slipping substantially, and so it was the decision to go this way was pretty much obvious and I, and I think Larry uh, understands it too Yak and I were talking what was it last week about how his uh, third of his three sons was a senior playing ball he's got uh, a couple of younger girls he's got a house down in La Jolla and maybe he goes down there and they get in the volleyball scene and that was known we were we were talking about that last week uh, Yak and I were yep. and so everybody uh, understands this is the business as it is and now Mark gets an opportunity to really make an imprint. I have no reason to doubt that he won't do a good job. I mean, I believe he will. Uh, I'm excited for uh, his opportunity here to to see what he can do. You know, there's a there's no question there'll be strong, solid candidates. Alex Jensen's name has been out thrown around, and I've spoken to I've spoken to Alex about NBA jobs, and you know he's excited for that opportunity if it would come. I believe it will come, which is why I believe that's he'll stay where he's at. I don't know that, but I've talked to people. I talked to people as recently as 10:30 uh, last night, and they think that he's not going to go back to the college. That he's going to stay at a pro level. That doesn't mean he won't, because I also talked to somebody who said, hey. You know, he has an opportunity right now, if he were to get the job, to receive a lot more money than he's making with the Jazz. Now, the question is, obviously, when his time comes, and I believe it's when, not if, at the NBA level, well, then, obviously, he can make that money back. So what does Alex want to do? And good for Alex. He's in a great position. Known the guy since he's 17 years old. Covered him his first year at at, uh, Utah. Uh, Sharp mind, sharp dude. So if that's not available, there's other guys out there. Or maybe there's ladies. Maybe Becky Hammond gets the job. She seems to be the hot female name as far as who's uh, on deck for coaching in the NBA. So this is Mark. The ball is now in your court, and I'm excited to see what you can do. 
Well, we can throw a long list of names out there, and maybe we'll do that later in the show, of uh, people who have you know, local, regional ties. But when Mark puts in the release, there'll be a national search. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is a guy who is an athletic director in Florida and an assistant athletic director in Los Angeles. He's literally worked coast to coast. He's Arizona got ties too. with people in those conferences, people who are in those mm-hmm. conferences and moved on yeah. to other jobs. So when it says national search, I think he's serious about it. it's going to be a of national course. search. Doesn't mean it can't okay. end up with someone who's got a tie, but uh, I didn't think the words national search were just thrown in there casually. <laughs> I think well, I think it something. should be. Yeah, right. But it doesn't mean you can't end up with someone with a tie. But he knows, uh, yeah. Mark knows a lot of people across all the sports and yeah, you know, this yeah. has been a long time coming, and he couldn't do it a year ago because of the pandemic. Uh, but, you know, Chris right. Hill, both on the record and in casual conversations, would always say, you got to have a list. You never know what's going to happen. You know, you got to have a list. So I'm sure Mark has a list nationally. But Well, I wouldn't just limit it to nationally, and I don't mean to be cute on that. Uh, you need someone who has inter- international connections because uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it's an international person. But somebody who has the international connections, because obviously the foreign market, why not take advantage of that if you have that opportunity? Well, we've obviously seen uh, uh, Yaka Pirtle, international player, lead uh, Utah to the second round of the tournament. We've seen the St. Mary's program built on a series of players from Australia. So They've that, got two incoming European prospects, yeah, Pelle yeah, Larson got a, already in there. We've got a bunch of international yeah. guys on our roster now. and. Hano Metala was on the uh, in the, on the U team in the glory years, the the high watermark with Majerus. So. He's been funneling guys to Utah. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Obviously, I've told both of them, hey, it's going to be you know the two of you are going to compete for this position, and 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 they understand it. And they'll come in. We've already had a chance to to see both of them to some degree. I think last year was important for us relative to Jameis. It gave us a year to evaluate him, and it also gave him a year to evaluate us. At Sean Payton on the Saints quarterback plans. PK? Yeah. How is this all going to play out? What is Taysom Hill's future? We've knocked it around a little bit over the last couple days. You hear Sean Payton. Is he getting nailed down? No. I think that Sean Payton is imminently qualified to choose a quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. I think we would all agree on that, right? And so they're going to have this competition. And as we've heard 8,000 billion trillion times, competition brings out the best in you, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's largely true. So this is what, uh, speaking from Taysom's standpoint, this is what he's wanted. This is what he's worked for his entire life as an NFL or as a football player back to when he was a young kid. You know, you want the opportunity to win the starting job as a quarterback. And he's a great story with all the injuries that he had to overcome and not getting drafted, blah, blah, blah. And so now he's got this opportunity. I can't tell you what's going to happen, but he's got this opportunity. And Sean Payton is saying These guys, Winston and Hill, are going to come in here and compete for the job. So there it is. I believe that's true. doesn't mean they might not add somebody else who's better. I mean, every every general manager's charge is constantly improve whichever team you're over. So that very well could happen. I don't know that. But these two right now are the uh, guys who are going to compete. 
And whoever wins the job, Sean Payton will anoint him as the starter. It's cliche and trite, but that's the way it'll be. Reading uh, some of this stuff yesterday, the one nugget that was hidden in like the twelfth paragraph of one of the stories was that well, the, that's a poorly written story. Then was that the Seahawks take a thirty-nine million dollar cap hit if they trade Russell Wilson? So if you're the Seattle Seahawks, just on talent alone, you should be trying to fix things with Russell Wilson. You should you should be trying to work that out. But when you had a thirty-nine million dollar cap hit on top of that, yeah, you definitely need to work things out with Russell Wilson. So I wouldn't wouldn't be holding my breath for him to move. But you're right. If you have a chance to upgrade with with Watson or Wilson, those two teams really need to try to hold on to those guys. But, uh, you know, the Saints just have to keep their head to the ground. There's a, there's a lot of quarterbacks here being signed to one-year deals. Uh, Washington and the Chicago Bears have both, both brought in uh, Andy Dalton is moving from Dallas' backup to Chicago to compete for the job there with Nick Foles. And these guys are on one-year deals. It feels a little bit like some NFL teams are expecting, I don't think anything's going to happen now. We're going to make our move. But we're going to be poised next year if there's a, an opportunity to trade for one of these guys. If they don't, uh, if they don't fix things, maybe these guys will be on the market next year. Yeah, but I mean, NFL, everyone's on a one-year deal. Yeah, that's true. I mean, with the uh, with the guaranteed money and all that, uh, it you definitely see you know big money deals getting waived all the time. But there'll be no cap hit when a guy's on a one-year deal. There'll be no cap hit at all. So. Uh, the NFL League year officially begins at 2 o'clock this afternoon, so some of these previously announced deals, the signings, the trades, uh, they'll become official. Uh, also, former BYU star Jamal Williams uh, headed to Detroit. Expect an official announcement out of the Lions. Two years and $7.5 million. There it is. Jamal leaving Green Bay for Detroit, staying in the division. Trent Williams staying with the Niners for six years and $138 million. Highest paid offensive lineman in NFL history, a $30 million signing bonus and $55 million guaranteed. Oh, Anthony Munoz just rolled over and he's still alive. <laughs> Anthony Munoz. Uh, Houston attorney Tom Busby said he's filed a lawsuit against Deshaun Watson, the Texans star quarterback. Put out a statement saying he looks forward to clearing his name. Watson responded to on Twitter to word of the suit saying he rejected a baseless six-figure settlement demand. It's about clearing my name and I look forward to doing that. Busby did not specify the allegations against Watson in his post but referenced behavior with women and later told Fox 26 in Houston that Watson went too far with a woman who was giving him a massage. Watson says he's never treated any woman with anything other than the utmost respect. So that lawsuit will continue on. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Spring ball, Utes, Cougars, LSU, Ed Orgeron. Man, how long do you get to bask in the glory in the SEC, PK? You're 15-0, then the pandemic year didn't go well at all. You weren't a contender, but it was a weird year. And now they got three quarterbacks battling for the starting job. Wonder how long Ed well, Orgeron ask, gets to uh, ride at an LSU. Ask Gus Malzon. Right. What happened with Auburn? Right. They had to go out and get Boise State's coach. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. An Illinois appellate court ruled Tuesday a woman struck by a foul ball at Wrigley Field can move ahead with a lawsuit she filed against Major League Baseball. Lia Zuniga was struck in the face by a foul ball during a 2018 game and says she was hit because the stadium had not extended the netting that protects fans from foul balls all the way down the third baseline where she was sitting. 
And we've seen netting extended in, in the last few years, PK, and I expect we'll see more of that happening. I agree. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, Patrick Stevens, Washington Post. College sports covers the NCAA tournament. He will help you fill out your brackets and tell us how far he thinks the Cougars and Aggies might proceed. In the case of the Cougars, who they're going to play. Joe Ingles at about 8.30. And Utah football availability coming up at 9. But, Yach, we don't know who's going to be speaking today. After having the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and four quarterbacks... They would send us an email to let us know who's speaking. We'll be able to tell you who's going to be right. on. All right. You two coming up at 9. Joe Ingles at 8.30. DJ and PK, your reaction to the coaching change at the U. Larry Kristoviak out. Who will be next? Your reaction coming up. Stay with us.